Welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast with inspirational speaker, author, and creator of the Courageous Life Planning System, Michael Anthony. I'm Aaron Thomas, Executive Director of Courage Matters, and in this special podcast series, we're covering 30 days of crushing your goals, removing false limits, and unleashing your potential. If you don't have a plan of action for your life, you will be forced to face consequences of living a life that is less than ideal. Today we break down what it means to have a life blueprint. We discuss the components of a good life blueprint and how your life purpose and vision play such a crucial role. You'll learn why your life vision is different from a mission and how it will help you live without limits. Let's jump right into episode nine. Hey guys, welcome back. This is day nine of the 30 Days of Crushing Your Goals podcast series. I'm here as always with Michael Anthony, and today I'm super excited because we're talking about developing your life blueprint. The life blueprint. It's great to be here again with A plus Aaron Thomas, and it's great to have you joining us, everybody. We hope that you've been enjoying we hope the, so. The past eight episodes, you're going to love this episode nine. As we're now starting to transition, we're, we're digging, digging even deeper here. What we're trying to do is give you great content that you can immediately begin to put into action. Stuff that you would not only like for your, yourself, but stuff that maybe your husband, your wife, your children, your friends, your coworkers need to, to hear and to learn. Because in the goal setting and the goal achievement process, remember, it's not just about goal setting, it's goal achievement. In that whole process, if you don't become more selfless along the way, then you don't understand the goal achievement process. Mm -hmm. Because it's not just about becoming the best version of yourself, it's also helping other people become the best version of themselves. That's huge. Right. And that's why this whole life blueprint thing yeah. is more than a thing. It's, it's central. And by the time we're done today, I think people are going to have a higher buy-in to the importance of developing a life blueprint. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's something that people don't really think about. Mm -hmm. uh, you're not really challenged or even asked, hey, what do you, when you're dead and gone, what do you want to leave behind? Right. It's just a question that's not ever asked. And so I feel true. like we go through life and we're just, we're going day by day. Yeah. We're not, we're not living intentionally and specifically towards an end goal and an mm -hmm. end purpose. So I'm super excited about this whole concept of a life blueprint and your life legacy. I want to jump in and ask you, what is a life blueprint? Well, the, the idea of a blueprint, my father was an architect and a really good one at that. And a, a blueprint is on paper. It used to be. Now it's on computer. But mm -hmm. you've got a schematic there, uh, an example of a blueprint. It gives the dimensions. It gives the materials that are used. It gives the footprint. It gives the location on a building lot of where a building or a structure is going to go. And it helps those who then do what? Who are going to swing hammers, hang drywall, lay bricks, put concrete down, put pavement down. It shows them where everything's supposed to be. It shows them how everything is supposed to be put together. And it shows them what the finished product is going to be. If you put this nail in this location, these pieces of sheetrock where they need to go, the drywall, when all of these things come together, you're going to have a finished product at the end, and it's going to be structurally sound. So you think about that. It's really important to have a life that is structurally sound, hmm. that all of the pieces are there so that it can do what? Handle stress better, enjoy relationships better, be more productive, make more money, because if you make more money, you can be more generous you can take care of yourself better and not be a leech on society, which, by the way, socialism is a way of 
legitimize, legitimizing uh, a, a leech mentality. Give me, give me, give me. And also an irresponsible mentality. I don't have to take care of myself. The government's going to take care of it. The government owns everything more and more. And that's a legitimate way in the name of saying we're going to help everybody. Actually, you're not helping anybody. You're actually taking away their freedom. And I see the twinkle on your eye when I say that because you get excited when I talk about yeah, that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I love, I love personal responsibility. And I think it's important that people step up and they actually take responsibility for their action. So if, if people aren't building buildings without a blueprint, why do you think so many people are trying to build their mm -hmm. life without thinking about a blueprint or a strategy or all the components that mix into making your legacy? That is an excellent question, and it really goes to the foundation of everything, the foundation. Your blueprint is the foundation. Just the, the same way of, uh, when you're building a structure, it's the same thing with your life. The reason why we don't do it is, number one, we don't think about it. So just the very fact that you're watching or listening to this podcast is huge because you're getting exposure to something now. Right? It's one thing to talk about goals, setting goals and achieving goals, because you can go out and you can buy a planner, you know, and people can say, crush your goals this year and make this the best year of your life and the best year yet and all this other stuff. But if you haven't stopped to think about what your life is going to look like when it's done, then those goals are going to actually be very shallow. No matter how significant you might think they are, they're not going to take you as deep and as far and as high as you could otherwise go. So number one, the fact that you're listening and watching is huge because this idea of a blueprint, just like the idea of a mosaic, just like the idea of a seven-day revolution, all the stuff that we've been talking about is revolutionary. It'll change your life. The second reason why people don't do it is because even if they buy into it, they say, yeah, I need to do that. I need to map out my life. I need to have a blueprint. They have no clue where to start. They don't, they don't know. I'm not a builder. I'm not an architect. I'm not, I'm not, I don't know anything about creating structures or designing them. How the heck do you want me to figure out how to do that for my life? Right. Well, that's, that's, see, all of this is a result for me of trying to think about how do I, I know my life is important. I know time is important. Um, I, you know, using other time management tools and, and going to seminars, reading books and things of that sort. It seems like they all, they always go only up to so far. They only go just so far. You can go out and buy a planner and it'll help you plan for the year. But man, I, I need to do more than plan for the year. I need to know how that year is going to be a tile. In all of the years of my life, not only is a day going to be a tile in the mosaic of my life, every year is going to be a tile, maybe a row of tiles in my life. Right. So the reason why people don't do it is, number one, they haven't thought about even the concept. Number two, they don't do it because they don't know how to even start it. Number three, they don't do it because they don't have the ability to get a resource to do it. Hmm. And you can go to a seminar this is one of the reasons why I created the Courageous Life Planning System. You can go to a seminar, you can go to a, a workshop, you can read a book, and you can say, yep, 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 I got yeah, I definitely need to do that. Definitely, definitely need to do that. Definitely need to do that. It's one of the things when I was pastoring, right? We, so, many, so many sermons tell people what they need to do. And people say, yeah, I, I need to do that. And then when you're done, you know, closing prayer, did you show people how to do it? Or did you just tell them what to do? Because hmm. if you didn't show people how to do it, if you didn't make it easier for people to move from where they are to where you told them they need to be, if you didn't actually show them, then what did you do? Right. I'll tell you what you did. 
And this is why people give up on goals. They know that they need to have them. They believe that they're important. They are convinced about the what, I, I need to do it. They're convinced about the why, but they don't know the how. And so you, you try on your own, you try to figure it out. You piece this together, you piece that together, you go out and you get a planner and you make your goals for the year. And then you don't achieve those goals because you don't have the inspiration and the motivation to keep you going. You don't have a community of people. You don't have any kind of coaching that's going on. You don't have, and if you do, you got to pay, you know, you can get a coach, a personal coach, life coach. Hmm. That's always a big, it's a big thing, life coach. Pay that person $500, $1,000, a month. Uh -huh, that kind of money to do that, right? Right. So you need to have a system that actually shows you how to do it. Here's where you start. Here's how you stay motivated. We're going to help you stay motivated. You don't have to give me your firstborn child. You don't have to cut off a body part. To <laughs> give, it to, give it to that person. Where you actually, here's where you start. Here's how you progress. And here's where you're going to end. When it's done, when the concrete is poured, you're going to end up. When, when that's all finished, it's going to look like the way the blueprint said that it's supposed to look. It's right. amazing. So let's talk about the components. So when you have a blueprint, obviously it tells you where everything's going, how much concrete you need, how much drywall you need, mm -hmm. what structures are being built, what, what rooms are going to go where, how big the rooms are going to be. Mm -hmm. Talk about the components that go into not an architect's blueprint for building sake, but the components that go into building a life legacy or mm -hmm. life blueprint. Mm. Great, great question. You know, and, and a set of blueprints, architectural renderings, and then the specs, the specifications they specify specifically what kind of bricks supposed to use, what kind of um, wood is supposed to be used, the height of each room, the dimensions of each room, all types of things that help develop structural integrity, the elevation of the property. When we were having our house built, the back elevation, the, um, the landscaping had to be, you know, graded a certain way and if it wasn't then they the inspector would come out and say hey that's not the way the what the blueprint says it's supposed to be hmm. so in the same way there are components that you need to have together ingredients that all come together to help you have a blueprint for your life and those components are you ready for this everybody you need to have a life purpose statement why are you here why are you here? A life purpose statement, then a life vision statement. What do you want to become after you've done whatever it is that you've done? Who do you want to become? What's the, the destination that you want to arrive at? Right? A vision statement is like a lighthouse guiding you in from the distance of the ocean, out in the ocean, guiding you in safely to the shore. You follow that lighthouse. That's what a vision statement is. So you need a life purpose statement that's meaningful and motivating. You need a life vision statement that's meaningful and motivating. And you need to have, there are seven areas of life that you can set any goal in one of those seven areas of life. And sometimes they overlap. You think about like, for example, financial goals and career goals. There's going to be overlap in those, right? But any goal that you set, any goal that you achieve is going to fall primarily into one of those seven major areas of life. And then you need to have a focus filter where you're filtering out. Well, this is how I know that that's not something I should be going after. Your worldview comes into play. Many people haven't even thought out their worldview, man. If you don't have an understanding of 
how you believe the world works, how you believe the universe works, you're going to struggle throughout your life because you're not going to know how you fit in. You're not going to know what's, what's the significance of what I'm doing now. Why is what I'm doing important? I'm moving forward, but how am I moving forward? How does that interplay in the grand scheme of life? How does that all fit together? So your worldview is very important. Understanding um, how you want to impact culture is huge hmm. because you are impacting culture. You are, whether you want to or not, you're impacting culture. Just like, you know, today, branding is a big deal. Everything's, uh, in a, what's, what's your personal brand? Everybody has the personal brand. You, you communicate that by the clothes that you chose to wear today, by the way you combed your hair or didn't comb your hair, by whether or not you showered. All of that is communicating to somebody this is that person. This is what that person stands for. This is who that person is. And so the main components of a blueprint, a life blueprint, your life purpose statement, your life vision statement, seven areas of life, having them clearly defined. What are those seven areas of life? A worldview and all the things that go into play with a focus filter. Mm -hmm. So once you begin to understand what those are, you can then get to work on the project, which the project is, guess what the project is? It's you. You're the project. Hmm. And that's why we say again and again, you need to be more committed to your personal success than any other aspect of life. People, people might say, as we're a Christian, and I'm a Christian, you might say, well, I don't agree with that. I think you ought to be committed to God's glory more than anything else. I get it. Let me ask you this question because you're not you, you're not thinking deeply when you answer that way. In order for you to be committed to God's greatest glory, how is that possible if you're not committed to developing your greatest potential so that you can give him glory? Hmm. So all of those, those things are intertwined. They're, in, they're intertwined. And all I'm trying to do is get people to think, think a little bit more deeply than you think you think. Right. Yeah. Right. So one of the most important parts of a structure, especially skyscrapers and stuff, is the foundation. And I feel like it'd be safe to say that the foundation of all of this is your life purpose and your life vision statement. I know throughout the planning system, you're writing that every single week, mm -hmm. your life purpose and your life vision right. statement. Right. If someone doesn't already have those statements created and crafted, mm -hmm. what is the best way that they can go about finding that and developing mm -hmm. that? Right. Well, first of all, you need to ask the right questions. And this is one of the things we do with the Courageous Life Planning System and the Legacy Blueprint. We guide you through, uh, in addition to the videos, the free videos that are provided. And that's one of, the, I do get excited about that. I'm sorry, there's dozens of instructional how-to videos that are included in it. So it's not just like, hey, here's, here's what you need to do. We're showing you, here's how you do it. So you can watch the video on developing a personal uh, a life purpose statement. You can watch the video on developing a life vision statement, right? Um, so the, the, the bedrock, the foundation is having a life purpose statement, life vision statement. And, and the way you develop those is to think deeply about why are you here? Who put you here? Did you come from nothing? Did you feel, think that you came from uh, absolutely nothing that um, out of a blob Something as good looking as you and as intelligent as you came out of nothing. You know, and there are all, there's different parts of the spectrum there, right? There are different major religions in the world that have different views, different philosophies that are, um, they don't necessarily acknowledge a, a deity or a God or a creator. 
And then there are people who are agnostic and atheistic and they have worldviews. So you need to have an understanding of why are you here? Because, and what, what's it all about? What, what is light all about? So your worldview becomes very important. And we walk you through some very strategic questions to help you solidify your worldview. And then once you know why you're here, then you focus on why you're here. What is your life purpose? So is your life purpose to make a million dollars or a couple million dollars? But, but why do you want to make a couple million dollars? So what are you going to do with a couple million dollars when you get it? Is your life purpose here to be the center of the universe? You know, how did you come to that conclusion? Is your life purpose here to be happy? Is pleasure the ultimate pursuit in life? Is that really the ultimate pursuit of life? And what are you going to do when life throws you a curveball? What are you going to do when life doesn't go your way and you can't get the pleasure that you're seeking? Many people today with the opioid crisis, as just one example, or with the overeating crisis. America's been in an overeating crisis for decades now, right? Because of all of the comforts that we get, all of the convenience we get with prosperity, it comes a lot of potential for waste. So... You need to have a purpose statement where you're able to say, have a cup of coffee with somebody, it gets you up in the morning, I am here to yada, yada, yada. The purpose of my life is, and what is the purpose of your life? Can you, can you say that succinctly in one or two sentences? You need to be able to do that. That's what your life purpose is. The purpose of my life is, and that's what helps you understand the meaning and meaning and motivation are directly intertwined. Hmm. When you're not motivated, it's usually an indication that you've lost your meaning. You don't know why. Hmm. So tell us what the difference between a life vision statement is and a life mission statement. Mm -hmm. Great question. Life purpose is why I'm here. Life vision is who do you want to become when it's all over? Who do you want to become? Because the journey is just as important. The person you become while you're setting goals is really the objective. The objective is not setting goals. The objective is not achieving individual goals. The objective is who are you going to become in the accumulation of the achievement of all of those goals. All of those goals will one day converge, come together to do what? To shape you. So you need to have a vision of who are you going to become when it's all over? The future you. That is the future you. You think of all the different versions of you that could exist. What is the one version of you that you want to give the greatest chances of becoming reality? That's mm -hmm. the future you. So uh, that's um, the, the shoreline, the bullseye of what you're aiming for with the totality of your life. And it's different than a mission statement because a mission statement, which was a big buzz years ago, especially in the corporate world and, and corporations need to have mission statements. What do we do? You know, we, we produce books. What do we do? We produce bottles, uh, iPhone, we produce Apple, we produce products that are super cool looking, super functional. And everybody wants one, ooh and ah. You know, everybody has, a, here's what we do. Apple's not producing, uh, at least not yet, automobiles, right? Tesla's not producing computers. Hmm. They may have computer systems in their cars, but the computer system serves a purpose of achieving their vision of producing electric vehicles that go further than 
they're innovative, they go further than other electric vehicles, and um, you know, pretty slick looking. If you've ever ridden in one, you've ridden in one, haven't you? Oh yeah, test drove it. What was that like? Was, oh my gosh, it was incredible. Zero to sixty, how fast? Depends on the model, but it, I think it goes as low as two point two point three. But their new roadster is like their sports car is like one point eight seconds zero to sixty. That's like one one thousand to one thousand sixty miles an hour. Yeah, unbelievable, insane. So uh, you know, a mission statement is what you do. And if you focus on mission first without focusing on vision first, you just fall into the human doing trap, mm-hmm. right? You always hear me talking about human doing trap. It is to mistake activity for progress. Activity is not the same as making progress. You always need to make sure that you're making progress toward the fulfillment, the achievement of your lifetime and long-term goals. And if you focus on mission, if you focus on the what prematurely, which I think is the fundamental huge mistake with just about every planner and planning system that is out there now. If you do that, you all you are doing is at best helping people become really good at becoming human doings, really good at scheduling one appointment after the next, really good at having um, their calendar laid out. But the real question is, did you move forward in the process of checking off your checkboxes? Did what you do really move you forward in becoming the person that you envisioned? So vision is to envision who you're going to become. Mission is what you're going to do. Hmm. Be careful that you do not focus on what you're going to do prematurely first, because all you're going to do is become really good at becoming a human doing. Hmm. Busy, scheduling, really good at scheduling appointments, but not necessarily being changed in the process. Right, so so that thought of just scheduling your busyness, I know we'll do a complete episode on this, but give us a little high-level overview of what a focus filter is. Mm-hmm. I think it plays in beautifully with the idea of just scheduling your busyness. Right. And how vital it is to make sure that you're scheduling the right appointments mm-hmm. that are moving you forward. So mm-hmm. explain a little bit about what a focus filter is and how it can help in this overall life blueprint. Yeah, a focus filter is huge because when you think about a life purpose, you think about a life vision statement, those things are, are foundational in everything you're then going to begin to do. Once you understand why you're here and you understand who you want to become, then you have to ask the really legitimate question, well, what should I then do and what should I then avoid? So you have to have a filtration system, right? In, in our house, we have a, a water filter. Many people have water filters. And the purpose of that water filter is to do what? It is to remove harmful bacteria, to remove harmful contaminants, whether it's fluoride or um, too many uh, mercury is in water systems now because there's so much pollution in the environment these days, made itself, it makes itself into the, to, finds itself into the water system, water supply. And so you wanna have a water filter in your house to take, make sure those contaminants are out. In the same way, you wanna make sure that the contaminants that are floating around in the environment where you live don't take you away from the accomplishment of your envision that they don't take you away from the person you want to be, that they don't take you away from your life purpose. So 
what we do in the Courageous Life Planning System and the Legacy Blueprint, which is this is, this is uh, a prototype of it right here, as the uh, the finished versions are being printed up right now, we walk you through how to develop your focus filter. We don't just say, hey, develop a focus filter. Mm -hmm. We show you, here are the components of the focus filter, and I'll give you an example of what they are. Your personality is important. God made you with a purpose. Your aptitude, the things that you tend to be good at, just kind of seemingly natural, right? Some people are really good at, uh, the, like you need to learn how to dance, right? But there are certain people who have an aptitude. They're really good on light on their feet. Hmm. They have an aptitude for that. Or people who are really good at math. I was terrible at math. In fact, I had a recurring dream that I was uh, failing math in high school again and again. Years after I was out of high school. Um, <laughs> and making me get What's nervous right now. What's two plus two, it adds up to something. Um, <laughs> but um, what was I saying? I'd say the whole math thing got me, we got me thrown off here. Aptitude. The aptitude. You know, <laughs> so your, your personality is important. Are you an extrovert? Are you an introvert? Do you get energized when you're around people or when you're by yourself? Um, are you an easy expressive person or do you have to force yourself to be an expressive person? or in your aptitude is different. Those are significant, they're important. Your passion, what are you passionate about? What are the things that when, you know, we, we, we walk you through a list of questions to help you discover your passion, to help you understand. Asking other people, what are you passionate about? You know, you talk to somebody all throughout the day at work, right? And they're just like, how's it going? And eh, it's going good. Uh, <laughs> how's that project going? And eh, it's going good. But you talk about football, you mention something and forget it, their eyes light up <laughs> and they are off. You talk about, um, a particular type of food and forget it. They Food's are a off. big one. Right. Yeah. Food, People love their food. Cup coffee. You yeah. roast coffee, don't uh, you? Yeah. Yeah. When are you coming out with like uh, your own brand of coffee? Uh, right? Maybe in a couple of years. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Uh, we're going to be trying some of that next week. Is that next right? Next week. I'll roast awesome. it this weekend. I'm Freshly roasted coffee. Freshly. For Monday roasted. morning. You know, that would be good because I'm drinking green tea right now. And Why? it might be good for health purposes. And it is. But I kind of would like some good dark roast coffee but you put you put cream and sugar in there right so now. it's not really once in a while sure not really good right, but not not i don't once in a while i want to kind of like want to give myself a treat but um <laughs> i definitely put i definitely like some coffee with my cream that's for sure okay <laughs> so um your your personal passion what are you passionate about your aptitude your personality your worldview is huge in that and then if you're a believer if you're a christian your spiritual gifts. One of the things that drives me nuts is in you know Christian circles, it's all about your spiritual gifts. Find out what, what your spiritual gift is, and then you're going to know. We never talk about personality. We never talk about your passion. We never talk about your aptitude. We never talk about your worldview. Now, all of this stuff's important. You know, and Christians even have different worldviews. They, they do. Because yeah. when you start talking about them, you're like, hmm, yeah. I'm not sure that that's really what the Bible actually teaches. Uh, so all of those things are examples of what is, is part of your focus filter? So once you understand what your passion is and your personality is and your aptitude and you're embracing those things, you're not running away from them. Once you understand what your spiritual gift is or your spiritual gifts are, and even that, people disagree. You have one primary spiritual gift. Who, where, where's that written? You got one primary spiritual gift. I, I, I beg to differ. Listen, I went to seminary. I spent years studying formal education. I was a pastor for years in ministry. Listen, I, I'm entitled to disagree with somebody. And I don't think that everybody's got, every Christian's got just one spiritual gift. I think you can have multiple spiritual gifts. And I think for certain seasons of life, you can have a spiritual gift and then uh, to have another spiritual gift given to you. But that's not the only thing that you are. 
That's not the only thing that's important to you. God gave you a personality and it was shaped by your environment. God gave you an aptitude and it was shaped largely by him apart from your environment. And then those things start working together. You develop passions in life by trial and error, by failure and evaluating your failures. You have a worldview. All of those things come together. And once you understand what those things are, once you understand what those components are of a focus filter, you are then able to to have your life purpose becomes a screaming yes, a shouting yes. Your life vision becomes something that's like, man, this is what fires me up. And then as other things that are, you know, good, better, best, something comes along, that's pretty good. Not the best though. Hmm. It's not what I'm called to do. It's not what I'm excited about doing. Might be for somebody else. And then as you mature, right? I, I didn't notice I didn't say as you get older, because you can get older and not mature. Right. Good point. As you mature throughout life, you, you, you don't feel like you're missing out anymore. Have you ever felt like you're missing out? Oh, that person's hmm. achieving much more than me. Right. They're getting further ahead. Well, maybe that person is more self-actualized. Maybe that person has thought through a few things more deeply than you have. And that's the reason why their confidence level is higher. That's the reason why they're moving forward with greater momentum than you. The good news is that you can increase your own momentum and your own fortitude and your own passion and all that stuff if you are focused. That's what the Courageous Life Planning System is about, right? That is so important for you to be able to say, that's not me. There's so many people trying to be a cheap imitation of somebody else these days. Isn't that the truth? Mm -hmm. And especially with quote unquote influencers um, on social media. Um, I I don't like the fact that that word has gotten hijacked in a, I believe, a a belittling way. Because to lead is to influence. A leader is an influencer in the truest sense. So I get it, you know, and I'm not trying to alienate those of you who are social media influencers. What I'm trying to do, if you are one, is put some more fire in your belly and help you realize that to lead is to influence. Influence is leadership. Leadership is influence. So it's not just about selling products and services. Right. It's about influencing people, not just for the bottom line of, you know, putting more money in your pocket, but making sure that they're moving in the right direction that is best for them and best for society. That's what real influence is about, right? Hmm. So there's so many people who are who have accepted being a cheap imitation of somebody else when they could instead be the original and best version of themselves. Hmm. So a focus filter in this whole process of uh, developing a life blueprint is huge because it helps you say no to what's okay, what's acceptable, and it helps you immediately be able to identify. It's like a a sailing ship on the ocean with a good headwind, right? With a great wind, you're just able to just cut right through the water because you know exactly where you're going. Hmm. And a good focus filter helps you filter out all the contaminants that would do what? Take you away from becoming the fulfillment of what you envision yourself to be. That's what a good focus filter does. I love it. I love it. Such great content, Mike. I'm super so. excited for tomorrow when we break down the seven day, the seven areas of life. Seven areas of life. Huge. That's that's a huge thing. And that that, that demystifies. Okay, I'm gonna have a life blueprint. What's my vision? What's my purpose? Well, we're gonna break that down in the next episode to help you realize we're gonna make it easy so you can move forward. We're gonna do break that down in those seven areas of life 
any goal that you want to set is going to fall into one or overlap into more than one of those seven areas of life. So incredibly exciting. And we, we'd love to get excited too by hearing what you have to say, how this series is helping you, maybe something that you want to have us address. We're glad to do it because as you share it, then it makes us think, helps us, and then there's a synergy and a win-win. So right. appreciate you, A+. Back at you, Mike. Looking forward to tomorrow when we discuss seven areas of life. Break it down. We hope you enjoyed today's Courage Matters podcast along with other podcasts in this series, 30 Days of Achieving Goals and Unleashing Your Potential. Why not share this podcast and this series with a friend who could use a lift? And if you're looking to take your life to the next level, you'll love the new Courageous Life Planning System. It'll walk you through a proven process to help you set and achieve great goals, live with no limits, and unleash your greatest potential. No other goal achievement system gives you so much to positively revolutionize your life. It'll help you set and achieve lifetime and long-term goals so that your dreams become a reality one day at a time. To get your Courageous Life Planning System, download the free Courage Matters app or visit CourageousLifeSystem.com. That's CourageousLifeSystem.com. It's your time to soar.